Radio Fox. History books are made to be broken. Every generation seeking to surpass the previous. Leave their own mark. With every moment etched in time. Well, as a matter of fact, I think we have a special secret guest here at Radio Fox. Jeremy McGrath's room, please. Phenomenal, thank you. Honor yesterday. Invent tomorrow. Hello? Hello, Jeremy? That might be me. Jeremy, how's it going? Reintroducing Radio Fox. Broadcast by Verb Moto. All right, welcome back to Radio yeah. Fox. This is night three. It is a Thursday night. Kevin, why don't you get the rotary dial landline there and dial up 1993. Yeah, we've so been we doing do this, this the right way. going back yep. in time, man. Mm-hmm. I hope they answer. They don't have call waiting back in 1993, none of that stuff. So. He's going to hope they're home. I don't even know if they have an answering machine. 1993. There we go. Radio Fox has been around for a long time. We just took a little break of about 28 years. 93, 94, they did this show from the announcer's tower here years. for the PA system. Then it took a break for about 28 years, oh, yeah. and we're back. This year, thanks to the folks at uh, Fox and Verb Moto. But tonight, they've actually upgraded the program. We're actually playing out here live on the big screens and the PA system at the ranch, like Radio Fox was in the big screens, but yeah. on the PA back then. Yeah, so back in the day, they would just randomly call guys and hope and pray they answered and just check in with pro That's riders. All could do. It had never been done before. And now there are 900 million podcasts. We've seen it all. So we're just kind of going back in time and kind of going back to the roots of Fox Radio and what it was like to be at Loretta Lens with no cell service, which we still don't have. We didn't have cell phones back then. But yep. we don't. We have not much a semblance of a cell phone service anyway. Yeah, it's true. We actually still don't have cell phones here in a roundabout way. So if you want to know what happened at Loretta's today, you're going to have to watch our show and also go back and watch the previous two days. We talked to the Pete Fox of Fox Racing yep. about starting this thing way back. We played some tapes of the old shows that Davey Coombs had sitting in a box for 28 years, the cassette tapes. Yeah, they're time capsules. They are absolute time capsules. They have never even been heard. And West came, or not West came, West from Verb, they're working on digitizing those things, and we'll make that all available to you once they have been vetted, because things got wild back in the the days of Fox Radio, right? That's a good point. There was no vetting back then. Nope. Uh, No canceling either. Uh, No canceling today. We had tons of rain. We We had one moto, and then about four, five, six hours of rain. This is what it looked like. It was good, and then it was bad very quickly. And we've both seen rain, Kevin and I, a lot, but I feel like that was one of the longest of that amount. You either get a long uh, drizzle or a lot of rain in a short amount of time. No, this is a long, long period of rain. Yeah, it was relentless. It's like Mike Brown just chasing you. He's going to just keep putting pressure on you until you finally cave, and it's going to rain. And it did rain. It rained all day, and these guys did a wonderful job turning this racetrack around. And... The 65 riders, they started the day yep. and they finished the day. First moto after the rain, last moto of the day was all 65 riders. And man, they were little warriors. Yeah, it was impressive. So we actually stopped racing from 8 a.m. to 4 to yes. let the rain come through. And then it took about an hour and a half to reclaim and the And for track. those that needed to go to work, we gave you an eight hours to dip out of here, head to Nashville, get <laughs> yeah. a little work in, yes. and then come back and join us for some motos at 4 o'clock. Yep. We went hard until 7.30 tonight. Yep, and then so all the racing was on time and a half. It was on overtime because we oh, yeah, started absolutely. past 5 so Eastern. All the flaggers got paid really well today. They're, they're union, so you know how that goes. What was crazy, by the end, it was muddy, but it was pretty good. It was pretty good. 65 still struggled in the last moto of the day, but I feel like the rest of the motos, it was turning around to be almost a normal, difficult track. Yeah, and speaking of the track and highlights and everything, let's just let's just toss it right to the highlights. Let's you got, we'll get into this right now. Yeah, we're going to show you how it looked today. It starts with the uh, first moto of the day. That got done. Jeremy Fapani took the win. 
And uh, we're going to go to some motos from, oh, sorry, this is from yesterday. Yep. We had, our show yesterday was the exclusive interview with Pete Fox. We'll show you what this looked like in much better conditions, Open Pro Sport. Daxton Bennett gets a good start, and he's able to get into the lead there on the 41. Yeah, and Dax, like, this is a sea of 450s. Dax on the 250. Most of these guys, yep. I think seven of the top ten were on 250, so... Not really an advantage, apparently, because Dax Bennett made that thing work. There's uh, Gavin Towers in second, Bryce Shelley also battling it out, Julian Bomer. Everyone wants to see this Bennett versus Bomer battle, but they keep not getting off the gate together. Bomer was better in this one, closer, but not close enough to run with Bennett. Yeah, Bryce Shelley had another good start, so he deserves some credit. Slipped back to fourth, but I mean, these, are, these, are, these are guys that can top 10 nationals right now, so no discredit to uh, Bryce Shelley. So there's Towers trying to keep Bennett honest early on the 15. Towers has something on the line this week, Jason Wagen. He's kind of, they've had a cup of coffee with Star Racing, so they're trying to work something out. I bet it might be results-oriented. Yep, and he's been on the podium quite a bit, but you know he wants some moto wins. Coming back from a collarbone injury, there's Shelley behind Towers. There's Parker uh, Ross, maybe on the 12th. Yep. That's not Barsha. That's not Seth Dennis, because they're on different bikes and different classes altogether, but same numbers. And there's Boomer eventually working his way toward a podium position after the start that he did not want, and he would start to chase after GT, Gavin, yeah, Towers. Gavin Towers, and Shelly here. It's a deep uh, pro class here. A lot of these kids are going to jump right into the pro ranks and do very well. It was a really cool line. Eventually, we'd see uh, Boomer put together. This tunnel jump, see that's the normal way of doing it, what Bennett did, we call that the tunnel of love here. Uh, but The tunnel of lust for these kids, not quite in okay, love just at that yet. Age, yeah, There's okay. Ross and Boomer, and dude, he just wore, he does not waste time behind riders. Boomer makes passes and gets gone. Yep, and he just did it right there to Parker Ross on that Honda, and the 29 kept going. Next he wanted to get towers. AMA official not at all tickled with that. Let's see if this is a Boomer jump right here. It's a big hook up and over the whole tower right here. That's where he makes the pass, almost collides with to towers. Look at that, up and all the way over the braking bump. Almost lost almost. it that time. He said it was pretty tough to time it just right. Still putting pressure on Gavin Towers for that number two spot with Bennett getting away. Towers is fighting, but he admits after a couple injuries this year, he didn't want to make excuses, but I kept asking him, well, what are we, what are we dealing with here? And he doesn't quite have that fitness all the way to the end, coming back from an ACL and a collarbone. So Bomer is able to get him late, but uh, far too late to go after Bennett. Gets the Moto win, Towers for third, Shelly holds on ahead of Ross, and that's your top five of Open Pro Sport. Again, this was yesterday. A lot of high fives for that guy. We're gonna roll right into Super Mini 2, and dude, Landon Gordon has been, Landon Gordon's been tough. Yeah, and you watch him on the Kawasaki, they really stick out these days. It's a sea of Gas Gas and Husqvarna and KTMs. You see that one Kawasaki rider able to control it early on in the number three. Yeah, but the number 93 of Seth Dennis, this is a pretty solid moto for that young man. Yeah, and uh, Dennis has been a KTM rider all the way since the 50 days, and now into what you probably consider the premier class of the minis these days in Super Mini. See him checking over? Gordon. Yep, Gordon Honest, and then Gordon goes down. He was in the lead. He'll lose three positions. Dennis gets by him. A couple other riders as well. I think Canyon Richards. It might have been Timbo as well. Timbo, yeah, on the 43. So now your leader is down to fourth place. But man, will he put in a ride to try to get all these spots back. He's just behind the lead group there, so he got up pretty quick. Gonna have to put those uh, pants in the wash there. They are white, that's a tricky move here at Loretta's. Here he's battling, I think that 93 of Dennis leaping into Storyland, and that's one. Now he's going after Richards. Richards rider splits his time between uh, off-road racing with GNCC. Still obviously very oh. good here at Loretta's. Gordon, Whoa. that was a not on purpose knack-knack in that rutted corner. 
to try to get by Canyon Richards. And sometimes that works like they, they barely lose any time. Gordon looks so good on the Kawasaki little dab there. The beach doesn't look quite like that today though. No, it was actually rougher yesterday and that worked in Gordon's favor. So he leads, he tips over, he goes back to fourth, he passes everyone back, and that was a hard-earned moto win, and then the difficulty of facing me on the podium, which mm. none of the riders actually want to do. They don't want any of that. Richards, it's been a really good Loretta's for him with a bunch of moto podiums. You're not impressed with that, look at that. What's up with your face? Uh, I mean, you know, I've, I've seen it all here. Cole Timbo third, Dennis fourth, and uh, we'll go to the next one, which is the first moto today. Now you get a real After look. the mud. Now, we actually did have a moto before it rained. We had one moto at 7.30 in the morning before it rained. Jeremy Frapani won that one. And then it rained. We had eight hours off, and then we resumed. This is after about six hours of rain. I can't believe the track looked this good for the 65s. Yeah, these guys were, like, doubling through the Ten Commandments. I, I, I thought they would roll everything. Carter Gray got a great start on the number 69. But Easton Graves, man, he's putting together quite the week on the 31 machine. Yeah, Graves said he actually was uh, hoping they could ride in the rain. That's how much he likes riding. He's from uh, Louisiana. He says they ride in this stuff all the time. So trains, trains in a swamp is what he told just us. Just literally, literally. Literally, yep. And then there's Graves getting the lead. Gray went down, Kevin, you saw that. He went into that sand turn, stuck the front. Complete somersault. Saved it, but the bike was so stuck, he could not get out. So your leader went from first to last, and it was be uh, Jackson Vick here. He's the only rider, Jackson Vick, That's to do the sight lap. Yeah, no one wants to take that sight lap. They said you gotta ride the same bike from the sight lap, so they're like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Yep, Jackson Vick did, and he's on the number 70 looking for a podium, with Easton Graves long gone out front. How about a shout out to the Canadian Medaglia? He had a nice day on the 55, right? Yeah, Talon Medaglia, that's uh, Tyler Medaglia's son. He would finish second, had a good battle with Vic all the way through. Chase Brennan and Brayton Craiglow, your top five, but Easton Graves <laughs> said the track wasn't muddy enough. He wished he was riding in the rain as he went on to dominate that one. All right, so those are just some highlights. So you saw the big classes from yesterday that we didn't cover yet, and you also saw how bad it was in the mud but again, that was the very first moto back on 65s. We were worried, like, are they going to be even a few they, laps? Yeah, they're going to blow bikes up and clutches and all that good stuff. No, no. they made it. They look great. They're, that's why they're at Loretta's. That's why they're way better than you and I will ever be. That's why we talk about riders, and that's why we have this guy who is super fast, way faster than you are, way faster than me. Yeah, even on 65s, there's no doubt about it. But that's kind of the theme that they've always wanted down here, to have that variety. So even when a mud moto, you can't really say, ah, it got away from me in the mud. That's part of the game. All right, we're going to take a break here, and we'll be right back. we got a guest, Christian Craig, right. going to stop by. You said how many podcasts there are now. we got another one we Dude, can add to the list. We, all of us. We all have one. We all have podcasts. That is actually There's true. There's 200 all, podcasters here right now doing shows. There's only one thing I have in common with Christian Craig. That's it. I nothing else. I also have a podcast. Nothing no, else. He's better nothing. looking than you. He's faster than you, stronger, more fit. We'll be right back with Christian Craig. Break quite long enough, man. I was in the bathroom. I had to shoot back in here. <laughs> no, man. I saw a pack of M&Ms back there. I was about to <laughs> dive in. They're free. I know. So we got a guest. We brought Christian Craig in, a uh, podcaster. Is that, is that yeah, we're not somewhere known That's for? That's not the title. That's not. No, 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 no. Christian Rogan Craig. Changed <laughs> yeah. his name. Congratulations. I know you're bummed. You want to be Christian Craig the racer. Yeah. Bad. But he's Christian Rogan. And uh, it's been a rough road. Uh, got hurt way back when I was at Glendale. Yeah. Supercross. And, um, a long time ago now. Yeah. And the men, on the mend. You're, you're, are you officially mending? Is it mending yes. finally now? Yeah, I only took three surgeries, but we're back. Well, you know what we had? Yeah. We, yeah. We're getting there. we had you on my show, Winners Take Y'all, 
but we had to go blackout. You remember we had to do the FBI stuff? You were on as well. Christian probably doesn't remember. We had to do the FBI voice changer and all that. Oh, did you use him for that? Yeah, he was the one. He had a little run-in with the writer. Oh, we used, yes. yes. you got to explain this to him. He's like, what are you talking I, what, about? I'll catch yes. you up later. But anyway, we had to go FBI. We had to black you out. We made it up. We had another guy voice you over. You were not. You were on my show, but you don't know it. Uh, and we went FBI like you're in the He's whatever. so worried about what we made him say that he didn't even have anything to do with. He didn't say it. He didn't say it. He has one of those, when they have the FBI guy saying, This guy, I know he killed two men, and I, I, I want to tell everyone about it. But yeah. change your voice. So, so we, we made well, up a couple of fake writers and be like, yeah. Yes. I'll send you a DM and you can check it okay. out. It's dumb. It's funny. So you're on the uh, the men now. Not yeah. back on a bike yet, but is it coming soon? Hopefully by the end of the month. Okay. Um, oh, end of August. Yes. End of August. Yes. Okay. But, That's I mean, racing right. this well, year is a long shot. Right yeah. But uh, never say never. You know, so you don't a, even know these playoff races. That's even going to be tight. Yeah. I mean, what is that? The beginning of September. So, yeah. And I've been off the bike 16 weeks. So Woo. it's going to take a while to get back to normal. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to rush it. I've yep. done that too many times and ended up back in the hospital, so huh. take it smart. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm older in the in the class now, so just be smart. <laughs> finally. Yeah. You've finally gotten to the point. You've done yeah. Right. Yes. And your team, that's the thing. They're obviously not rushing it either. No. No, yeah. I mean, they want me to be back healthy. Same with my teammate, Malcolm. Right. Um, he's coming off a, a, a big injury, too. So, yeah, it's a bummer for the team because, you know, both the 4 guys are out, but we're getting closer to riding and back to normal. Well, it's great for us whenever we have you here, all the ACL guys are hobbling around. We had Chance Hymas, we've had Malcolm, we've had you, this, all the yeah. guys with busted up bodies are crippled around. And it gives us more guests, yeah. gives more guests. Um, he was, you were talking Loretta's memories. I remember when you were here, he had a pretty yeah. sweet setup down there near the starting gate area, yeah. I think. How'd you get that parking spot? He got here, he just left it all year long, paid the rent. Just yeah. Did you do something like that? Yeah, I don't remember. Smart. Very big memories here, but uh, yeah. not a lot of good results. No? Like, no, I never really won a moto. I never podiumed a moto. What? You never no. podiumed a moto never here? You would have bet me 100 bucks. I never would have believed that. No. Wow. So I never got the what medal. What happened? Just crashes? Just, just wasn't not, that good. Just wasn't good. <laughs> nah. <laughs> just wasn't that nah, good. I feel like I was good, but I, when I got to big bikes is when I started going. And obviously, I took a different route to, to the pro. Did you not do a lot of big bike here? I Does raced it? here three times total. Oh, so that's it. Two, two little bikes and then one in the B class. I see. That makes I sense see. Now. And uh, what? How did that timing work? Did you just get decide to turn pro early, or did you miss a year with injury or something? No, I went and raced X Games in 2009. X Games Supercross. And you were how old? Like this is immediate. Yeah, in 2009, I was 17 or 18. Wow. And then I did the last four outdoors after that, yes. which the normal guy does after Loretta's. Yeah. And then when there after that, I went pro. So. What a weird ascension. Different That's way. So yeah. odd. Yeah, your whole yeah. build has been odd, but it's worked, yeah. man. I mean, we got it. We got a championship. On a factored team, yep. took a lot longer than most, but we're here and, and having fun. Uh, do you have at least fond memories of the Loretta's experience, even without the podiums that I'm sure you wanted or the moto wins? Mm, or is it so brief for you? <laughs> He's like, oh, this is rough. No. Or if you had the bad results, is it impossible? Yeah, I mean, I uh, on my super many days, I broke my femur in the Ten Commandments. Oh, bad memories. Got life flighted out in the front. <laughs> oh God. And <laughs> then I came here back in the B class, crashed in the first turn, and just like. All around, up and down memories. But you so. know what? It had to be cool. Like even after those bad motos, those fun little drives back home with your dad. Just, oh, you know, I'm sure. Short, little, home short or little like drive, 30, 40 hours. Back I'm home sure he now. was stoked. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't remember those, so maybe that's that's bad. Because you went in a helicopter and you're like, you know, out of your mind with <laughs> painkillers on the, the leg part. Yeah. Gosh. So I mean, well, we're having fun now. I mean, I get to come back every now and then, and yeah, yeah, check out the amateur scene. What's crazy to me. And you probably still think it's crazy. So you have these memories, which are not really that good, to be honest. And then somehow, 
Now you got your son. He even tried to qualify this oh, year, didn't boy. he? Kind of. Area, and then we realized he's, he's got a lot of work. So yes. we didn't even attempt the regional, yeah. but we're already looking forward to next year. So well, that's what I'm saying. You're still looking forward to it. You're not like, dirt yeah. bikes don't exist. They don't, no. They're not even an option. Can you honestly, like my kids played baseball, and I was like, that's cool. I'm good with that. Because, you know, it's, this is it's, hard. it's a tough road. This is very but, hard. But yes. if they keep coming back to it, you're like, okay, we have to embrace this. They, they keep coming back to it. Yeah, we've, we have them signed up for every sport. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And ends up watching Moto on, on YouTube. So right. I oh, think boy. that uh, he knows what dad does, and if he wants to ride, we're here for it. One of the best stories was, but you have a very busy job and you're not always, I think probably people think, well, Christian can just take him to the track anytime he wants. It, no. You're busy. So your wife Paige has had to become quite the <laughs> moto mom here, right? Yeah, quite a bit. Um, yeah. When I get home from training, like the last thing I want to do is take him to another track. Yes, you know? so yes. It is tougher, like my, the way we train, we, we get back late and we need to rest for the next day. So. Yeah. Paige would load up the van and uh, take him riding. So has she called Jenny? Like Jenny, how, girl, how did you do this? Like, what is up? <laughs> no, I mean she loves it, man. It's, yeah. it's cool to see, and the kid likes it. And when he wants to ride, we'll go. But if he's not into it, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. So she there are filters? times where you've waved them, you've no. waved them off. No. Oh, it does not do filters. No filters. They got the bag filter. It's a different world. They live in. She's gonna start the bike. So. Uh, that was the thing at uh, Minio's, right? Yeah. Had to start the bike for the yeah. first time? Yeah. Oh, great. But there are times you're literally waving them away. You're like, I got to sit on the couch. Yep. Bye-bye. I'm like, Have you fun. got this. The gas is full. <laughs> literally, you get geared up. You're ready to so go. So do you do what you can and send them off as yes. prepared as you can? Bike is prepped. Gear is ready. Yeah. Literally, just go start the bike and ride. I'm sure the real goal here is to just have fun with it, right? Yeah. There, there's no other expectation beyond that. No, it's contingency, baby. It's contingency. Oh, is it to fun this racing. <laughs> we took it seriously. We went to Minio's last year, and yeah. there was kids younger than him jumping over his head and I'm like okay you know we we need to take a step back maybe just practice for a while and then uh try this again maybe in a couple of years we all lose sight real quick because this is like an automatic reflex of like oh you're on a dirt bike so there's minios and there's loretta's and all that and you forget there's all there's these so layers in steps. between yes. and if you played any other sport like you wouldn't Rec be all yeah double a baseball the, triple the literal i don't even know how you would get to an event pick a sport basketball where there's only the 40 best Eight-year-old basketball players. I don't think it exists. I don't think that event is. You have to qualify for it and all this. You think of how gnarly that would be if that existed, but that's what we were just taking for yeah. granted out here. Yeah. It's the 40 best at your age in the country, and our last motor today, seven to nine. Would that be a class your son was in? Seven to no. nine. Oh uh, yeah, now. Yeah, yes. was won by a kid from New Zealand. So it's not even the best in the country from anymore. From the world, they're the world. coming from everywhere. Yeah, so you think about how gnarly that actually is. We just take it for granted because we come here every year. <laughs> It's actually pretty wild when you put it in that perspective. Oh, for sure. And this is obviously the pinnacle, and there's yeah. so much pressure on these kids. It's wild. Um, yes. And the thing I like to say is, look at look at my career. Like I didn't win here, yep. but I also I have a championship in TBA yeah. West. So yeah, it can happen. Like you can have a crappy week, week here, but you can still make it. So. Chance Thomas said the same thing today. Yeah, yeah. Although he has, he, one, he has one title. The 2000 250C. Oh, there was a typo there. <laughs> yes. A typo. yes. He was negative five years old when he goes, oh, wow, I'm the champ. I didn't know that. I actually feel that when you look at it, I tell a story all the time. We had Ricky Carmichael, James Stewart basically win every class here mm. and then go right in the pros and win every class there and then set all these records. And that started to look like, well, that's well, the that's way it's the supposed pattern. to work. You win here, you win everywhere. But really, they're the only two that just... One, 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 and really never yep. stop winning. RV got one. Dungey got one. There's MC tons of guys like you, and it happens all the time. That's sort of like, if you look at Justin Cooper or Levi Kitchen, even like pretty recently, Lawrence Brothers weren't on anyone's radar. They weren't even here. Uh, that happens quite a bit, I feel like, where sometimes even the bumps in the road maybe make you better down yeah, the road. For sure. And 
like yeah, this 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 race didn't go well, but I also had like minios went well for me. There were some yeah. flashes of speed that team yeah. saw, and then I got a ride. Right, you know, it wasn't all like I have to do it here, Loretta. Yes, you know. Yes. So obviously, I wanted to do it here, and this is to hold number one plate up here is huge. But you know, there is ways to get to pros also. Uh, so let's talk about this other stuff you got going. You've always been pretty good with the vlogs and things like that and social media. So now you decided to do a podcast. Tell me what brought this around and what made you decide to do something pretty different for a rider. Uh, this elbow, probably. That was it. Taking three Spare surgeries. Time. Yes. So okay. a lot of sitting on the couch not and being in a cast, not being able to do much, driving my wife crazy. Um, you need a hobby, honey. Let's just do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we tried to do that. Obviously, I uh, had a couple guests on. Um, I've been more focused on my elbow lately and need okay. to get back to real work. Yes. You know? So we're kind of shifting back into going riding, but it is a little fun side hoppy and props to you guys for doing this week in and week out because it is a lot of work. Yeah, but we don't do any other work, so it makes it easier on us. But yeah, I guess that's always saying it's harder than it seems. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's fun though. How hard is it to find guests and find your time and their time together? <laughs> it is. It is. Yes. The one guy was, was Deegan and yep. he was there when I asked. Um, the rest, a couple guys ghosted me. And, what? Uh, that's fine. I won't name the names, but we uh, we know who you are. And uh, <laughs> nah, it's fine. I understand yeah. people are busy. Riders yep. are busy, and it is hard to get guys on though. So, are you going to do more? You think, or when you're back to racing, is it going to be hard to do both? Yeah, I mean, it would be fun to do like a Sunday check-in every week, like yeah. recap my weekend, my race night, and yep. then maybe get uh, guests on here and there. So, okay, we'll see. So the dream is still alive. Yeah, we got the equipment, we got the camera set up in my office, and if it comes alive, it comes alive. Cool. All right, well, awesome, Christian Craig. I mean, I, it's kind of bad news. I thought maybe we'd see you on the track pretty soon. Maybe not. A couple more weeks. Yeah, but you're making the most of it, and uh, yeah. I guess all this experience, even the stuff from here, you can probably take this in stride a little better uh, than you would have. I'm sure it's eating you up, yeah. but it probably would have been worse. Unfortunately, I've been I've been hurt a lot of times, and so I kind of know. Like, I broke my back in 2009 and had to take a year off. So yeah, it could be a lot worse than it is now. But right. this has just been super frustrating. You know, I get to a point where I'm moving it, and then I'm having to go back in the surgery room. So yeah, that's the thing that's getting really frustrating and and um, being hard to deal with. But it's part of the job. That's you right. Got to deal with it and move on. And you got a two-year deal, so you'll be back next year. Yeah, yep. we got to make it happen though. You got to put in the results and. And keep it going. I'm having fun, and I don't see it anytime soon. So cool. Have some fun. All right, Christian Craig stopping by Radio Fox. We're gonna take another commercial break. Good luck. We'll see you on a bike at some point soon. Yes. Thanks. Good. So good. What is the Vert Moto Shred Tour? Only the greatest time of your effing life. Imagine a 24-7 summer camp with dirt bikes. That's what it's all about. Who else can claim they jumped off the world's largest rocking chair? No one. It's a Guinness World Record. Who else combines live wrestling and dirt bikes? No one. Activities for all ages, including Stasic and Granger E2 demos, and bikes e-moto racing, fist gloves, free hot dogs, bands, and yeah, actual real racing. 
Oh, and a free $20 to Motorsport.com. Everyone who comes through the gate. Yes, everyone. Join us for the Vert Moto Shredheads at Fox Raceway, October 28th and 29th in Pala, California. Visit VertMoto.com for more details. Back here on Radio Fox, we'll uh, thanks uh, to Christian Craig for yeah. stopping by. Yeah, man. We will also be talking to Kylie Stallings, who's got 1-1 finishes in the WMX division, whether it's dry or muddy. She's been able to conquer that class so far. We'll talk to her in a little bit. But we're going to give you more highlights from the drying out stages of racing today at uh, the Monster Energy AMA Amateur National Championship at Loretta's. Let's get to it. And 250B, which is kind of becoming the most coveted class to win at Loretta's these days. We the first one, Casey Bernard, who got the good jump and gets out to the early lead. Couple riders down there. I would say a few. Then Christian Janik shows up. Hayes Edwards, Drew Adams, Logan Vest, Jordan Renfro, and Casey Cochran all intel on this first lap. Yeah. Cochran then would disappear. Yeah, well, here's the problem. So Cochran is the rider to beat coming into this one after great first motos, but he would have a serious issue in this moto. Hey, dude, that's a good line right there. That's what you I like, would You they like all that. Stay out of the jumps, man. Just mud-bogging it, baby. That's good fun right there. So Bernard leading early on, and uh, you're going to watch for a couple of Kawasaki's. they got a stacked deck in this one, including the 27 of Christian Janik here. And Christian Janik looks good this week. Finally off to a good start. Dan Truman calling out Drew Adams saying, have you seen this guy? Put him on a milk carton. And Drew Adams says, I showed up, man. Yeah, so Adams uh, on the podium in yeah. the first moto, but you know he wants to run with Cochran, who had won that first one. But here's what happens. Cochran ends up going down and dislocates his shoulder. So he was building a dream week in the B class. Now, I did just talk to uh, Daniel Blair of his team, and he says, yes, shoulder, but should be good to go for the rest of the week. So he's going to try to bounce back and race on Friday and Saturday, but Cochran, at least for this title, DNF this moto with the shoulder, he's done. So that's gonna help Janik and the 30 of Drew Adams. They move up in this moto, and they also move up in their title chances. Yeah, you can see, like it's blood in the water now. Once they know one guy's out, they all have a shot. And I mean, Cochran's a soldier. His parents are soldiers, literally. Literally, so yep. Why wouldn't he soldier on? Might be back. So Adams now the number 30 is gonna control the points because he's sitting on two, two scores after the first two motos. His teammate Janik, Great job in the mud, getting away, and ends up being Cowie's 1-2. Hey, and credit to the 15-year-old Drew Adams. He's the baby. He's like a sophomore in high school with, you know, playing up in varsity right now. Yep, and then you see uh, Logan Best coming by the Yamaha. He would finish up in third. Bernardo had that good start, and Jordan Renfro. That rounds out the top five. Janik taking the gold, and Adams out front. The 250B division after the first two motos are calculated together. We go to 85 Mini Senior, Vincent Way. You know what you gotta do? You gotta get a start in the mud. You gotta get a start in the mud. He's Look got that. the start in the mud. He got We're it. looking good. We're looking good. Oh, and hard Vincent right. Way from first to last off the start. And it took forever for him to get up. I think he was hurting. And by the time he gets up, he's probably 30 seconds behind everyone else on the track. He has a lot of work to do, and so do these guys here. It, I mean, it was still muddy. Wasn't quite uh, where it was where we finished up, but. No. It's Dakota Baker who uh, ends up taking the lead after Way. Way got credited for the whole shot. He and, did. Uh, from there, Dakota Baker in the lead, but he had a tough first moto. Carson Wood here on the 26th starting to make his way forward as well. Goes from uh, second to third. Trying to catch Baker, still a ways back. And then we had a pretty thick pack behind him. You had Austin Camden, Colby Lessar, and Cole Blecka on that number 51. 
They're all battling it out here. There's Lasar in the 11. And I, I don't know what Ryan Holiday did to that Kawasaki to make mud not stick to it, but it's amazing. That is the greenest, prettiest bike. It never got dirty. Yeah, look at the side plates on that bike. I don't know what they put on there as the battle between Wood and Lasar continues. Wood, uh, I believe, he's a Californian, I think. Uh, Zephyr Hills, Florida, I believe. Florida. Yeah, the mud just not quite what he wanted in this one. It was Baker just really rolling. So he had that early lead. Man, it just shows what you can do when you get a start in the mud race. Wood would hold on through a big battle there. You know he would have liked to have won that one, but that's still solid on the podium. Camden, Lasar, and Blecka round out the top five. That's Super Mini 2, and you could see track pretty treacherous at that point. A lot of riders will say they'd rather ride in the rain than when it starts drying out and getting sticky. So we'll get a report on the racetrack yeah, Somebody that actually rode. Yeah. Her hair looks better than yours. She was just <laughs> adjusting it before we came into camera. Yeah, I was saying 1-1 in the women's class so far. Obviously, that's great, but take me through going into that mud moto Hey, first today. things first, thank yeah, you yeah. for skipping prom to hang out with us. I know, right? Is that true? It, I mean, it kind of is true. You had plans. I think it's worth it. Did you have a date? Did you have a date? What? No. How, I mean, you're sitting on gold medals. Come on, people. Two gold. She's laying out. What, what is wrong with these guys? The hair's done. The makeup's done. So if something changes in the next few minutes, we'll let you go if you need to go catch prom day. <laughs> Did you have a prom dress? Nope. Wasn't going to go in this. Was going to go in your fox stuff. Uh, hey, that's motocross Casual. Style. There you go. So Kylie Stallings 1-1. Just what were the conditions by the time you got on the track? I think I asked you this on the podium, but was it like sometimes when the track dries out, it actually gets worse for a while? What was it like when you were out there in WMX? So I honestly thought... Like, looking at it, it would be a lot worse. Yeah. But surprisingly, like, I got out there. The start was a little slick, but once you got past that, like, slick spot on the backside, it got a lot better. Were and there any jumps that you were jumping earlier that you couldn't jump today? Um. See, she's thinking about it. That I know, okay, I know the Ten Commandments were really slick, mm -hmm. and they were tricky. And if you did spin and yeah, catch something, then it wouldn't be good. But I think, um, I actually did spin off the triple one time after the finish and I was kind of cautious and I had like a 15 second lead on the second lap so us. I we're, knew. We're watching you man, look at you. Oh, it's good stuff there, there. yeah. Yeah, it was slick, but. You had a 15 second lead that early. Yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. And so you saw that in the pit board and then did that change the way you approach the rest of the race? So Mike Forkner is actually who's been taking me to the gate. Forkner's oh, dad. it's one of our faves. Biggest smile in the yeah, business. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he kept saying on the pit board like, this is your race, just do your laps. like. And I knew like how far I was ahead. So I just put in those laps and just stayed smooth, really. Uh, so the track, did you do the site lap? I did, yeah, I did. Okay, did all so of you do it, some of you? I think, I think everybody did. Okay. Oh, by then, it was funny to watch the evolution. We had one rider do the site lap the first race after the, the vets, rain. The vets, about 10 of them did and no one, Yeah, of them and then it was like half the riders and then you're saying by your class, almost everybody yeah, or nearly everybody. So. Uh, so you kind of knew what you were dealing with by the time the gate dropped? I did, yeah. There yeah. were just a couple spots that yep. I was kind of new to be cautious in, yeah. kind of. But no, it wasn't that bad. Uh, mud, do you normally think of that as a strength or not? I wouldn't say strength, but I okay. wouldn't say like something I struggle in. Yeah. Um, so I actually train at Rainer Training Complex down yep. in Oklahoma. So we get rain quite a bit and we've been practicing in it for a while now. Okay. So I knew I wouldn't struggle and I'd be just fine if I just went out there and did what I do. Does Robbie still hop on a bike every once in a while? He does sometimes. Oh, tennis shoes, sometimes, man. Sometimes, yeah. No still tennis shoes. Like occasionally, every couple of years maybe, but. Oh, that's it. It's yeah. it's not consistent at all. I mean, sometimes, but okay. he'll Look, there's just kinda, Mike, That was Fortner's arm yeah, right there. I guarantee Fortner. it was that crazy yep. arm right there. I yeah. tell. <laughs> uh, does he still rip? I mean, he's, when it comes to style and speed, 
He's one of the all-timers. He does. still go pretty good? He does, but he's going to be mad at me for saying this. He he can only do it for about two laps, oh. and he's done. Has it he, doesn't matter. That's but he, fine. He can still rip, yeah. That's all that matters at Exactly. That Has he ever asked to borrow your shoulder just for like a weekend no. just go racing? But no. I'm sure he would <laughs> if he could. If right. he could, yeah. Can I borrow yours? is really young and good. Is there some crazy sand track or something there? There is, I've yeah. heard about this. So when yeah. it like when it's too muddy to ride at Rainers, we'll yeah. go down to the sand track like 30 minutes away, and it yeah. gets gnarly. That's what I've no, heard. No, it's really good. So yeah. these sand sections, no problem for you? I oh, I struggled it. in it a little bit, but okay. I think it, that sand track did definitely help me. There you go. For that sand, yeah. Uh, man, in the summertime, though, that's got to be brutal. No, it's so hot. Like, yeah, we'll yeah. go out there and do... Two 30-minute motos, maybe even three, if, yeah. if Rob's feeling crazy. But <laughs> Three. He's sitting on the outside. And where's easy. Mike Fortner this time? It. Just in the shade, drinking sweet tea or something, laughing? He, probably. What? You, can hear, you can hear Mike from, from like miles across away. the track. Yep. You know when Mike's there. <laughs> How did this come about? So that's Austin Fortner's dad, Mike. How did it come about that he's working the pit board and, and mechanicing for you? So, He's actually not mechanicing for me this year, just okay. taking me to the gate and okay. doing my pit board. But he did start mechanicing for me when I um, got on super minis. So okay. he mechanic for me for about three years, and then we he stopped mechanicing for me. And now we're like, hey, like you want to bring me to the gate? Nice. Um, he's the perfect guy to mechanic for you on a super mini because he could. He's yeah. the size of a super mini exactly. rider. Exactly. So he would be able to <laughs> exactly. set the bike up perfectly. And he's always like super competitive. Like, oh, I would have hit that. Like. You know oh, I would have hit that. My He's like, why aren't you hitting the triple? Like, I would have hit that. And I'm like, There we go. Okay. Of course, Mike. At least Raynard hops on the bike every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, Mike just talks about what he would do. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, last thing. So, 1-1, one, one, how do you just chill here before your third moto and try not to, you know, think about the pressure too much? Yeah, so I haven't really looked at it very very much, but I think I'm in a pretty good spot. Yeah. Um, it's pretty mixed up, and I think the, yeah. the mud definitely did help me a little bit because of how mixed up it is now. Um... So probably just chill and just do the same thing I've been yeah. doing. More stressful, right. the third moto or finding a prom date? <laughs> it's okay. Well, um, if she's holding the number one at the end, we know. She's getting a prom date. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. You, you, you guys, this is where you, this is the stock you want to buy right now. Yeah, get in. Yeah, yeah, four. yeah. Because once she's champion, it's going to be a lot As long harder. as it's not Mike Fortner. If he throws his arm out and takes you down. Uh-oh. <laughs> Not having. All right, somebody take her to prom tonight. Uh oh. No. Somebody take her to prom She's tonight. She's content. She needs to go to bed early. Yeah, She's got a bedtime. big day tomorrow. It's way so. past my bedtime. Hey, I want to I, I hear what Ricky Carmichael says about Loretta Lynn's his favorite mem- memory from the, the ranch. And uh, let's just t- let's throw it right to it. All right, thanks, Kylie. Yeah. Yep. Most memorable battle at Loretta's would for sure be, I believe it was Uh, when I won my first championship at Loretta's. Um, I think it came down to the last race where I had to beat uh, Brock Sellards. And the track was a lot tighter back then. Um, And he came into this left-hander and just completely tried to annihilate me and uh, T-bone me. He ended up going down, but he was right on me the whole time. And, you know, I think any time that you're able to do uh, something for the first time is the most special, for sure. So definitely that's my most memorable uh, race or battle at Loretta Lens. And, man, was it a good one. It was a long time ago. I'm dating myself. But, uh, like I said, any time you do anything for the first time, it definitely is something that you always take with you for the rest of your life. All right, that was cool to have Ricky Carmichael there, who has basically been a part of the Fox family since his days here and all the way through. I have a feeling we'll probably get him back out here at the ranch. Not necessarily racing. He did that once. 
Were you shocked? Did you hear what year it was that he came back? I remember when he came back and raced oh, 25 yeah. plus. I uh, thought it was five years ago. Yeah, what was it, 12? 12. Yeah, him and Rainer. 2012. If you, don't, if you guys don't remember, out of nowhere, Ricky decides he wants to do Loretta's and he happens to square up with Robbie Rayner. Rayner was on a 125 though, is that correct? Uh, at one point he was, but I don't know if he was that year. Well, yeah. for about two laps, this was the most, I'm, I'll put that moto against any moto I've ever seen, the electricity and the people on the fence line. Yeah. That was epic. It was a great race. Yeah, and it had a little context to it, right? Because, okay, obviously Carmichael's the GOAT and he won more races than anyone, but every once in a while, we're talking three or four races that everyone remembers. And they all agree, this man, Raynard, had the speed to do it, and then that was like a throwback. Like, not only did Carmichael get passed, but it reminded everyone of these great battles they'd yeah. had. And uh, I remember that, now it's 11 years ago. I remember talking to some kids saying, I never got to watch Carmichael race. And I'm like, we're already that old. And now that was 11 years ago. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I need readers to go through these highlights. So yes. yeah, we're that old, We're man. raging ourselves, yeah. We're so old. I'm sure we'll get him back here at the ranch. I'm not necessarily to race, but to He's hang out with He's somewhere on the dual sport ride, like out in the middle of mid-America right now. They always do, they used to leave from here. Ricky's, yeah. He's... And do these crazy rides on the Triumphs, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that'll be cool, by the way. You notice some Triumph people have been hanging out here this week. Yeah, there's something going on with this motorcycle. They, yeah, they released yeah. a, a, a fork tube this week. Yes, That's there's funny. only a few parts. They've said that they're going to race MXGP and yeah. Supercross Motocross. They haven't said anything about amateurs yet, but they've been hanging I mean, out they're here, here. They're all here all week. Yes, force. so I think you're going to see oh, something yeah. on that side as time goes. Beta's in the house too, right? They're, they're, they got a yeah, team they're making moves. Together. I yep. love it. Okay, so that's going to do it for Radio Fox here on a Thursday. We give you the full Loretta's menu. Go check out all the other ones. If you want to know how this all started, the first episode's pretty uh, historical. We kind of go into why this is even a thing. We call Pete Fox, and he articulated what Loretta's is as good as anyone I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is a guy who's been there, done it, and uh, this place means more to him than pretty much any other. And then, of course, you'll see highlights of the other nights. It's cool to get the mud race in because that's Loretta's tradition for sure. Hopefully we have better weather tomorrow. All right, thanks for watching. Radio Fox.